Oh man, I really appreciate you being here. I really do. My uh, pleasure, man. I I don't think my audience knows how much of an impact you've had on my life. Oh, um, wow. And Humbled, I've also, I think I mentioned that I went and visited you, but yeah. I've done it twice and just yes. since the fall, you know, and yep. it's completely uh, skyrocketed me because I, I think, I think, uh, you know, people say you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I think it depends yeah. because of what I feed my mind with. Yes, right? yes, of course. It, that matters. What you surround yourself with yeah. matters. And I think I've been able to push through the limitations of others you know yeah but it's it's totally helped just going over to your place and um like i leave and i've i've got this boost this weird (laughs) like i can't even explain it it's just like spending time with somebody like you uh has pleasure yeah and i yeah it's pleasure for me as well well Um, you know what you 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 basically started the same way i did i i would would drive pretty far and wide to go to seminars meant to go to dinner with mentors and people that I admired and said that were successful and, and doing what I really wanted to do and what I, what I aspire to be like and, and achieve and experience in life. And you, you driving two, two and a half hours to come to come down to see me and go for lunch for a couple hours is, is, is phenomenal. And much respect to you to go do that. So I tell you, then that's the first rule of it. It's, it's the difference between the highly successful, highly evolved people. Their level of commitment is, is higher than, average way higher than average so that yeah. that's the one thing that i would suggest for your people in the audience is that look at your level of commitment um and i used to think i was committed until i met someone who was extraordinarily committed more than i was i'm like holy okay that's now that's commitment right commitment uh commitment in terms of if you're a single mom or a single dad or you're living on your own and you got to work three jobs that's commitment of the highest kind right you, you got to commitment to your health commitment to your spiritual practice commitment to your relationships commitment to your, your working out every single morning meditation whatever it might be that's where i feel like i the reason why i'm here is because of those commitments commitment to those practices those strategies those principles i'm trying to do my best to live those daily so yeah i think it also like um Correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems yeah. in my life, at least, uh, once you get to the point where you realize that there's a, a greater pleasure to be had that mm. goes beyond the physical body. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. A lot of people are are sort of uh, lim- they're limiting themselves because they believe that, you know, uh, bodily pleasure is what I'm after in life. You know, mm. and if you have a genie and a bodily of like three wishes or whatever. And yeah, uh, most people are like, uh, well, yeah, most people are probably like, oh, I want all the money in the world. Mm-hmm. I want all the, you know, resources, all the fame, all the whatever. And all of that has to do with, like, the person or the ego or the body. It yeah. all has to do yes. with, like, you can only be so comfortable. Yes. <laughs> You're always going to want more comfort and, 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 or whatever. And, and, and the reality is, the moment you say money, that, that, that's a, that's a, that is a, not an ends value. That's a means value. Because so when you say, oh, I want all the money in the world. Okay, so why do you want all that money? And you go, well, because I want freedom. So it's not really it's not really money you're after. You're after freedom. That's the end value or a feeling of success. You get what I'm saying? So money is for just sure. a vehicle, right? You get what I mean? So yeah. money, like for me, I mean, like we let's face it. We live, we live in this world. We're not of this world, but we live in this world. And I have bills just like everybody else. Phone bills, 
mortgage, uh, you know, whatever bill, gas bills, whatever it is, you know, gas, hydroelectricity, you got to take care of your, I have two kids, I got to take care of certain things every single month. I have certain priorities that I have to make sure I take care of those. But those are, all, that's all surface. It, 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 those are necessary. And, and it, it's like, it, like the, the wisdom traditions say, yeah, you know, before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. You still have to pay the bills. <laughs> it's not like after you, you become enlightened, you're like, oh, I don't have to pay bills. No, you pay bills. You still drink water. You still go to the bathroom. You still sleep. You still do all, all these things. But the thing is the level of depth through which you live your life and you approach those things expands. And I, I've discovered those things too. I'm, I am more happy to pay taxes. <laughs> as funny as it sounds, because pay me paying taxes, we all have to pay taxes as an example for the greater good, because we all have communal um, needs, community needs, the needs of the many, the needs of the country of Canada. We all have to put in uh, to to for the healthcare. It's like oftentimes, like I love the example Jim Rohn talked about was so. Let's say a ten year old boy walked into a store and and he bought a dollar chocolate bar and you know, and the, the store owner says, okay, it's going to cost you a dollar 13. The kid, does the kid have the right to say, he's like, I thought this was only supposed to be a dollar. He goes, why is there 13 more cents? Does a kid have a right to say, where does the 13 cents go? And the kid owner says, yeah, of course, of course it has a right to say that. And then the owner would be, if he was smart, would say something like, well, see those roads outside that you ride your bike on. That's where that 13 cents goes. You see the police that, that roam the streets 24 hours a day. That's where that 13 cents goes. See that hospital that you go to when your mom was pregnant, having you as, as uh, when you were a baby and you were being born, it goes to those doctors. It goes to those nurses. It goes to the firemen that, that take a put, put up the fires. And you, you, you can't, you can't, as Jim Rohn jokes, because he lives in the, he was an American. He talked about, you can't use, use missiles, <laughs> right? You, you know, how much do aircraft carriers cost or planes cost or helicopters cost? And, and so taking that account, so, so I, I, I've sort of switched, sort of evolved mentally, emotionally that I, I, I'm happy to because I know that I'm supporting the, the again, the collective needs of the many. That, helps, she, uh, right? that helps a lot too, just because, right. I mean, just yesterday I had an experience like that um, where I was waiting for this chair to come in because I've just needed a chair for yeah. my posture for, yeah. I'm sitting yes. at my desk all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I ordered a chair and I was waiting for it, checking, making sure I don't miss the guy, you know? Yeah. And then I was, I just needed to get out of the house. So I went for a walk and yep. I was thinking less about myself for once. And <laughs> I was just mm-hmm. thinking about the person who has to deliver packages in this blizzard <laughs> and i was like man very good very honestly good. i felt so grateful for that person's existence mm-hmm. i was like i was uh for a second i was worried about the money i'd spent on the on the chair it's not that expensive yeah, but yeah, the money yeah. that i'd spent on the chair and then i yes. thought about it i was like well that money hopefully some of it's going to that person who's delivering it to me right and right i felt good about waiting i was like i could wait right. another week as long as right. everything happens according to schedule nobody gets hurt and everybody's chilling like i and when you think less of just yourself mm. chopping wood and carrying water takes yeah. on a whole nother meeting as well right right right, right. And, you know, the thing is you, th- you said something very profound there it says everything is supposed to arrive on schedule the reality is everything is arriving on schedule according to the divine's plan it, like imagine you had you had the task of beating your own heart every day 
Boom, 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 boom. That'd be ridiculous. You, so your beat, your heart beats on schedule when it's supposed to. So when you need to make demands and running, you're exercising, then your heart beats more to provide more oxygen to the working muscles, all these things, right? When you eat your food, digest, you don't have to digest your own food. The subconscious mind actually does it for you. you just, there's, there's an invisible force that's, that, that's occurring all the time. Uh, that's allowing us to see, that's allowing us to hear, that's allowing us to taste and, and touch and, and smell and, and just enjoy this beautiful, beautiful life that we really have. And and one, I, I remember reading Oscar Wilde. He said something so beautiful. He said, Oscar Wilde, he said, a cynic is one who knows the price of everything but knows the value of nothing. And I thought, Wow. So someone who is highly evolved in the way of thinking, the way of seeing things, knows the value of, of human life, knows the value of love and relationships, knows the value of their health, knows the value of spiritual practice, whatever, again, you don't have to be religious or whatever your, whatever your definition of spirituality is, uh, knows the value of psychological practices and learning and growing and contributing of themselves to the greater good. And as I say to people, um, and, uh, the only thing you can do with your life is give it away. Give it all away. Just give your life, all the talents, gifts. Sharpen yourself, sharpen the saw. As you know, I think it was Abraham Lincoln said, if you gave me six hours to chop down a tree, I'd spend the first hour sharpening the saw. So spend the first time working on yourself. Work harder on yourself than you do your job. Question. Right? Yeah. Um, can you say that quote again? The cynic? Oh, a cynic is one who knows the price of everything and knows the value of nothing. <laughs> is one it's, who knows the price of everything. Of everything, yep. And is one wow. who and, and knows the value of nothing. Yeah. So, so I got right. So so the person that's a cynic basically measures people based on how much they're worth, their their bank account, uh, knows how much everything's worth in terms of dollars, but knows the value of absolutely nothing. And your and your wealth is not is not going to be measured when you die, when you die uh, in terms of your duration or your 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 net net worth in your bank account. It's going to be it's going to be measured by the memories that you created with the, with your loved ones. Yeah, contributions, right? Well, that is a direct explanation of how I felt about the chair. As simple as that is, mm, yes, one hundred percent of it. Yes, yeah. I didn't know the value of it. What it what right. ripple effect that's doing in the world? Yeah, like there are yes. people. Yeah. who are spending time away from home, you mm -hmm. know, working their jobs, coming to my house yeah. because I pressed a button on the internet. It's, it's yeah. crazy how the, how the yeah. world works. And yeah. when you know the, like the overall value of it, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I, uh, I, I try my best to send out good vibes, pray <laughs> for, for people Right, who are right. who are doing these things for mm. for my benefit? I'm benefiting from it just like everybody well, else. And right, also right. Tax right. money is getting involved in everything. Like it's all right, right. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. And then that's the reality: is shifting your thinking from something that's negative to something that's positive. And obviously, not not excluding or denying the negative or disassociating or disowning it. But the, here's the thing: you said something like just understanding. Like I remember reading about a guy. I forget his name. He's a very wealthy guy, and he got a mechanical heart. He was the first guy to ever get a mechanical heart installed in his body to replace his working heart. Wow. And spent several million dollars on this heart. And it made actually it caused him to live maybe two, three weeks more, right? So you think about it this way. Let me reframe your experience. If a guy would spend several million dollars on a fake heart, what is your real heart worth? Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> – that that's a big one too. You start to think right. about just how right. priceless the human body is, right? Or how it life. Is, is. I looked at a leaf the other day, and I was thinking, mm -hmm. 
I don't. It doesn't matter how much money you put into it. Humans cannot create a yeah. new version of a leaf. Like it's no. it, this. This comes from something else. This isn't money. Cannot buy this. You know. Yeah, a hundred percent. Hundred percent. Agree. I agree with that. Yeah. So to go into what I wanted to talk about today, mm-hmm. if you want to, because we have another, yeah, we have another yeah, thirty minutes. Hundred percent. Um, so I was thinking of talking about your six P's, which honestly, I'm beginning to think you should write a book about this because this, <laughs> oh, like, thanks, dude. I, I'm serious because this is yeah, right. like, if I was to tell you, our listeners yeah. who have no idea what I'm talking about, six P's, yeah. what is that? Um, <laughs> if I was to say that there was, you know, every single time that something happened to you, there are some negative feelings, some negative thoughts, some negative emotion came up in your mind or in your heart, whatever. And what what if I was to tell you that if you there were six things that you could do to completely get you out of that and switch the script, not not instantly, but in the process, that's that's right. what it does. And that's why I think like because I say write a book about it because I wrote it in a book, and I have. Isn't um, it so good? Isn't it so good? It's amazing. So in here, like the first few pages of my book are right. affirmations, which is great. Yes. But then I have the six P's. And yeah, it, and it, I, I go it. through it, Damn, and this book it. is small enough to carry in my pocket. So love anytime it. something happens, I'll go through the first P, the yeah. second, the third, the fourth, the fifth, and then the sixth, and then and it gets me through it. And I think, just yeah. like, man, if you can manufacture these in mass and sell them to the world, please, because like something <laughs> like that amazing. would be so right, amazing right. to just have right. in your pocket. Because it's so yeah. hard to for, it's so easy to forget, and that's that's. Oh. It's so easy yes. to forget. Oh, where do I start? Like you're so lost. Right. You're in the right. in the right. fog, in the storm, right? So, mm-hmm. anyways, um, if you could explain what the six P's are, I've 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 hyped them up at this point. So. <laughs> okay. Well, first off, like Cam, you're 22 years old. The fact that you're practicing, I wish I was practicing that when I was 32. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but what I'm saying is how I got came up and formulated this was through my own experience and my own study. And for the, for the people that know me uh, that in your audience, they probably already know my background and how we've done podcasts together, Cam, and the books I've written and the people I've and the work that mm-hmm. I do. But the point is, I sort of formulated this over years and years of struggling, strife, and putting together. Okay. How can I put together a systematic approach to handle tough times, to turn any challenge into a charge, any calamity into an opportunity, any, any, any adversity into an advantage, and any problem that I see in the world in a, in, a, in a search for solutions to that particular problem? And so I figure, okay, you have to be able to manage and master your mind, master your state. And that's big and where your focus and attention goes. So the first thing, the first P is presence. Be present-centered in this moment. So when I say present, that's the first P. You say presence. You take a deep breath in. I'm present with my breath in this moment. I am totally fine. The reality is nothing out there has power over me. I have a choice. In between, Stephen Covey talks about in between stimulus and response, there is a person, a a spirit that is you that can respond. And the word respond or responsible means to be responsible. You are able to respond to any stimulus outside of you and even inside your mind, negative thoughts, cynical thoughts, anything outside of you. uh, It could be a car accident, whatever it might be, or you just lost your job. You can still be present center. So first thing I do is the moment I'm I'm overstressed, I'm overwhelmed, present center. That's the first P. (sighs) Centered in the present moment with my breath. Second P is this principle driven and what do i mean by principles your code of conduct your code of conduct through which you're going to conduct your life with integrity with character with compassion with courage with faith 
with, with blazing determination, with burning desire. That's my principles that I live by daily. And am I going to live with blazing determination, burning desire, fiery focus, tons of faith, tons of compassion and love for other people and live with character and integrity. <laughs> Those are the principles I'm going to live by in this moment. So the, I, pre, I, 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 I'm centered in my present moment, centered in my, my being, centered in my breath. And then I immediately focus on what is my, what is my code of conduct? What is the principles I'm going to live by? Because your security, most people think of their security is out there. They think about financial security or security from a relationship or security from the government or the economy or whatever it might be, or wherever you live. Security cannot and should not come from the outside world. Your security has to come from more so living with integrity with those principles and with that code of conduct that you've laid out for, for yourself, okay. that, mi that mission statement. I love that a lot. Um, and it's funny. I'm not even kidding. When I listen back, because we had a conversation in Burlington yeah. um, and I recorded it on my phone mm. and I listened back to that one part like yeah. so many times trying yeah. to wrap my head around it. Like, what yes. does that mean? Right. Your right. security comes from the values and the morals and the principles right. that you live by that as and how can you make that decision you know mm. like and i kept thinking like how can one just simply decide that okay i don't I, not that i don't care what happens outside of me it's that my security is in my alignment with these principles yes very good and it's like how yeah, yeah how do you make that decision like who who says who says that that's what you know what right. I mean? does that and, make and, sense and, that question yeah you're you're right maybe the okay here's the thing you're the decision maker behind the decision you're the experiencer behind what's being experienced you're the chooser behind the choice so the moment i center myself in my own breath and in my now i'm centered in my chooser self my what they call it in spirituality my i amness gotcha. my that's my why observing the self is, right, is, okay. is the first step because you have to recenter. Because the moment you get caught up, your ego and cynic comes out, and you're like, "Oh my you god!" You can't the see world, the bigger the picture. You right? can't see the bigger picture. Yeah, and that's what I meant by the why this is so beautiful is because people are yeah. so caught in it. Right, you're caught in the water, you're right. caught in right. the storm. Right, right, you know? right. So it, it, it's kind of taking a step back and going, "Hold on, let me observe my my feelings, observe the stress, observe like the tension in my body, take a deep breath." practice yeah. mindfulness and the second is principle driven I'm, I'm driven by living with integrity with those principles my values so what, what, what my mission statement question uh yeah. if you can't get past that second step what do you do like if if you're if you're at a place where um you know something happened or you have this thought and then you look mm. at your book and you're like okay i need to stay present you chill for five minutes whatever it is and then you start to think, okay, like right. I, uh, you start to list off what those principles are. Okay, like, I, live I love this. that you're asking that. I now, love that you're asking that. My question is, yes. what if you don't care that the like what the principles are? I don't care. I, it, I, what I care in about that is that moment, you won't. In that moment, you won't. But again, again, it comes back to your security is not going to come from the outside world. You just have like, to know that. You just have to okay, know well, that. it's it's like this. People are more like thermometers. They if it's hot outside, their temperature goes up. <clears throat> Things are great. Temperature goes down, their security goes down. 
when, when, when your job's going well, finances go up. When your job's not going well, all of a sudden security goes down. And you like, need to I know live, that those things fluctuate. Yes, and they will. It, 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 even quantum physics is proving this with waves. Everything happens in waves, that peaks and valleys. Peaks, life is like that. Relationships will be in peaks and waves. Health will be peaks and waves. Economy will be peaks and waves. It, like, it, it's going to happen. It, it's literally inevitable. Anything by longevity will get off course. It's going to. You're going to get off course. That's so natural. That's Evan a reminder. Like, that's an important reminder 100%, for that 100%. second step as well. Right, right. And so the, the other thing you can do is that I had a lot of my clients do is you literally speak it with intensity, with, with affirmation, like you own it. So and you move with it, right? Right. You use your physiology. You know, Tony Robbins talks about the triad, the focus physiology and language. Use your body, use your mind, use, <clears throat> use the fullness of your focus and your language and speak it. So I had a couple of clients just recently speak out loud while over the phone to say, I want you to say something stupid, like every day and every way I'm feeling stronger and stronger. I want you to repeat it 50 times. And we're going to sing it like a song every day and every way I'm feeling stronger and stronger. Every day and every way I'm feeling stronger and stronger. And you wouldn't believe after doing that 50 times, your brain cannot think negatively. It's literally impossible. I don't care what circumstance you're on, kind of how bad it is or what you've lost. You, your brain cannot feel bad. It's just like jumping up in the air. As, like I do this in seminars and you've probably seen me do this. Yeah. When you're jumping up in the air and you're like smiling from ear to ear and you're like, all right, think about how bad your life is. It's impossible to feel bad about your life when you're smiling, you're moving your physiology. So then you basically use your negativity to trigger you into higher states, principle, so presence-centered, principle-driven, you repeat what your principles are, what you value, maybe even write out a mission statement and repeat that. My mission is to this effect and impact the lives of everyone around me, regardless of what my, my, my mission is to t- turn this adversity, turn this negativity into something positive so I can help other people, whatever it is. And you just, you speak it out loud and you speak it with ownership. You speak with intensity, speak with authenticity. And then what happens is the moment you feel that, you're going to feel that power. It's, it, it, it's interesting what happens when you're in a higher state of consciousness or awareness or physiology. What essentially happens is your brain switches on those resourceful sort of cues in your brain. You go into an alpha state. And what happens is you're able to think clearly with more clarity, purify those intentions. And what happens is you see the problem differently from the top of the mountain rather than from the valley. Yes. And so what happens – I was right? going to say that is, is right. right after I wrote down my principles – I wrote yep. down quickly, like, where does my security lie? Question. Where does right. it, where is Very it? Very good. Right. Yes, and I asked myself question. that, right. where is that? And then you answer it logically from that yeah. perspective after yeah. you've yeah. sort of re, uh, restated what you live by. Right. Right. You, you, right. Ask, you, you answer that question pretty logically and you say, okay, it's nowhere else. Like, I cannot rely right. on anything. And right. then the next one is um, uh, what, what you said in the, in the recording. You said yes. – Will indulging in fear, stress, anxiety, is that ever going to serve me? Indulging in that? Very good. Love it. That's another great question to ask, right? Very good. Um, And I heard that and I was like, man, if you could get to a point where you can center yourself, do this stuff, and then answer that question and say, (sighs) no, it won't serve me. That will change your life forever. 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 In fact, I can tell you right now, like the fact that you're studying that and you're actually conditioning that cam, it's going to serve you immensely, infinitely uh, in every area of your life because you'll know that you are the commander behind every commandment. <laughs> Literally, you are. You are it. And you, can, you have a choice in every single moment to either be a victim of yourself or the circumstance or you can rise up and be the victor of your circumstance and say, you know what? Circumstances don't you know, make a man. They reveal him or her. That's right. They reveal how you how are you using this mind of yours? Yeah. How are you using your physiology? How there's also you... the, there's different ways that people have done that in the past as well. Like uh, as an yeah, example, yeah. Um, like 
for me, I, I think, okay, uh, is being a victim, is that ever going to help me? Answer is no. But here's another question to bring that further. What are some people on planet Earth who have proved that in the most extreme way? And you think of Viktor Frankl. You think of uh, Nelson Mandela. You think of people who have had insane injustices upon them and who have managed to not be a victim. That's insane. And so it makes you think of your situation. And you're like, okay, if they can do it, I can. And what they have done for the world, I can also, you know turn this right. into good right and so i right. think about that as well it helps me i don't know it depends on the person but right it helps right. me to think about other people who have done it as well yeah. you know yeah I, I love it cam the fact that you're like so you're you're, spe- you're you're using specificity and you're studying this stuff it's so ingrained and it make life a study at, and and you're really studying the principles studying the processes and then you're making a systematic approach to to deploy that particular strategy in every such circumstance and as you condition that nothing outside of you can hurt you literally well, yeah, you, well, nothing outside of you can hurt you i do appreciate that and i think it's because we're raised by cynics Right. And our, and those cynics are raised by cynics and this whole right, society right, is right. A you got to break the script. You have to break, break the, script. the script and there's you so the many, it's so funny what the inner cynic or the mind can do. Cause it'll be like, Oh, mm. well that's true. But what about this? And then you, right. you have to, and another thing you said, um, which is in the third P yeah. uh, which is that metaphor, Power of the, claimed. the metaphor right. of the sun, the metaphor of meeting it with an equal force. So right. talk about, uh, number three, right. Right. So power, the, 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 the first one is presence, right? Second one is principles driven. So presence centered, principle driven. Third is power claimed. Claim your power. Claim your power to use your body, use your mind, use your language, use your spirit, use your soul. You know, as, as I heard once, a power plant doesn't have or doesn't, doesn't have energy. It generates it. The sun doesn't have heat. It generates heat. You don't have confidence. You've got to generate that confidence. You've got to activate all those resources inside. You've got to activate the warrior inside you and literally chant it, encant it, whatever you've got to do to actually get yourself to actually feel alive. And most people don't ever actually experience that, which is why even on this call, even on this podcast, people are like probably thinking, yeah, yeah, you don't know me. Well, you don't know me either. You don't know the circumstances I've had to go overcome no more than I had to know the circumstances you had to overcome. But let me tell you, I wasn't necessarily the greatest kid. People that know my story, you know, as a teenager, I was a, I was full blown loser, <laughs> full blown, get in trouble with police, all these, oh, it was just not a guy. I won't get into it. But the point is claim your power. How do you claim your power? The reality is, is the moment you center yourself and the moment you reframe your mind into living with integrity with those principles, you repeat your mission statement and you say it with absolute certainty and authenticity. What happens is this with total, total consistency, consistent, persistent, and insistent, you then activate that just like you generate that confidence with the society. You repeat an affirmation, whatever it is, you know that you're more powerful. This, this is the very circumstance that doesn't have the power to name you. Right, so I, so one of the visualizations I do to claim my power. This is a true story. This is what I do all the time. I imagine the sun is in my chest. The sun, like imagine how powerful the sun is. Right now, I think it was uh, Marcus Aurelius who said something along the lines. You can actually look up the quote on Google. He said something along the lines of a uh, 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 burning fire. Anything that's thrown into a burning fire, or even the sun, will use it for its own purposes. So if you throw anything into the sun right now, will it, will it burn it? And the answer is yes. And it will use it as fuel for itself for its own purposes. So imagine the sun's right here and in my chest and fear and anxiety and people making fun of me or my cynic. I imagine my, the sun inside me being engulfing and rapturing all the fear. And it's just, and then, and then alchemizing and catalyzing my, the sun and making it even bigger and stronger and intensifying the heat that's coming through me. 
then all of a sudden my power is claimed. Now I'm not destroying the fear. I'm using the fear rather than the fear use me, right? So power claim, claim your power. So again, present center, principle driven, power claimed. Yeah, Those are the first three. That's a big one too. And like there's um, also the little exercise where you could look at <clears throat> if I continue doing this thing for the next five years, what will happen? That's mm. power. You know, there's power Very in those good. realizations. And then also, if I change this little thing right now, where will it bring me? Because right. logic is so beautiful when you can get there. You know, <laughs> when you can know that. Right, right. Oh, wow. All I have to do is something small every day and I'll be right. in a completely different universe next right, year. Right, right, You know, you start to think right. about the, that logically. And I think right. yeah. um, for me, I wrote down like physical power, mental yes. power, focus. Yes. Yeah. Emotional and spiritual power being language. Yes. And I think I'll also do another sort of mental power, yeah. which is logic. I think logic right. is there's power. Call yourself clarity. on it. Call yourself on it. Yeah. Like how, how true is this? Like, like the reality is like if you look at logically and you go when there is, you talk about fog, it, this is scientific. This is scientific, logic, critical thinking. This is evidence. Okay. In a seven block, I believe it's seven block radius. If you took seven block radius of a hundred feet high of fog, and you walk through those seven blocks, you can barely see in front of your face in so much fog. Do you know in that fog, if you were to take all the water that's in that fog and put it in a cup, you could fill up a, a one cup, 250 milliliters of water. That's, that's, that's like our cynic taking our worries and then expanding that, that worry into this seven block radius, 100 foot high of, of fog. Wow. When, reali- when reality, it's only seven, it's only 250 milliliters of water within that fog. If you were to actually look at the fog, is this really, the, it, my brain is making it bigger than it actually is. It's really not that big a deal, yeah. right? So we yeah. need to actually call ourselves on it, claim our power, use those things, those negative responses or reactions to trigger us to go into higher states. And the more we can actually train ourselves, our, our brain will create new neural pathways to how to handle stress, how to handle adversity. Yeah, and right. just a, a couple more things for power. Right. Yeah. Breathing helps. Right. Drinking water, staying healthy, moving your body, getting up, jumping, whatever. Exercising, yeah, for helps. sure. That's also a way of um, claiming your power. Another right. question. Uh, well, mm. quickly, how much time do you have? It's, it's, no, it's 12, okay. It's 12.56. Like, no, no I don't know how much time Bob, you have left. Don't worry. We'll, we'll get through the six Ps. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, great. So the fourth yes. is purpose. Now, purpose. here's the thing about purpose. I, yeah. that part's empty for me, man, <laughs> because I'm still, I, I'm still working still on clarifying what that is. It. What right. I need to clarify. Yeah. It's purpose yes. clarified. So right. I'm working on clarifying my purpose. Now yes. my, you know, the other day I thought about it. Okay. Maybe cause there's a lot of things I like to do in life, right? You know me, I'm, I'm pretty much right. a jack of all trades in, in, right. in a right. way. Um, and I was thinking to myself, okay, if nobody's opinion mattered, if money didn't matter, if resources yeah. didn't matter, what yeah. would I want to do? Yes. What's my outlet? Very What's good. my my vessel? You know, and right. I still still don't know. I'm still thinking because mm. there's so many options, and I'm right. I'm just right. wondering. Um, yes. for for me specifically, maybe people know exactly what their purpose is, and like, yeah. you know, they can focus on it each day and really get there. Right. But for me, I'm right. still working on that. So if you want to talk yes. about number four, purpose clarified. Yes. Purpose and- clarified. It, 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 it's your why for living. <clears throat> why are you here? Like, I mean, and again, you, you say something profound because a lot of people, 90% of the world don't even know what their purpose is. And truthfully is, I don't know with absolute certainty, this is my purpose, but I know one of the things that it, it, it aligned and harmonized with everyone's purpose is it's service to other people. It's make a contribution, make the world better with all the gifts you've been given. 
like make it a world. I remember it was Dennis Waitley who wrote the book, the psychology of winning. He talked about this experience where he was at an airport and he was late for a meeting from Chicago to, to LA. And he was doing a speaking engagement. He was getting paid a lot of money. The plane left the tarp and he was complaining to the, the agent saying, Oh my gosh, I need to be on the plane. I'm going to lose a lot of money. And as it flew off, he was like, are you kidding? I'm going to lose this flight. I'm going to lose this. And he started bitching and complaining about how, how the worst circumstance. And then 20 minutes later, he found out that plane crashed and killed everyone on that plane. And he, he, he took that ticket and hung it up on his wall. So anytime fear enters in my psyche, I'm reminded of this saying, this is a blessing. Every day is Christmas. Every day is Christmas. And I'm here to make the world better and honor the people that sacrifice their lives on that, on that plane. I'm not going to indulge in my fears because I'm going to be a, I'm going to live my life to honor their life. Man. It's like that, that video you, know you I mean? showed me where like the, the train. Oh, the guy, isn't the guy, that, oh my God. The man saved everybody on the train. But they didn't know they got saved, and they're right. just chilling, as if right, whatever. Yeah. It's just a and normal. Yeah, he, he had to sacrifice. He had to sacrifice his son. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so, and so that's that's a crazy thing. How he knew that every day uh, it c- could have not happened. I was right? a mess after watching that video. I was oh, like, me oh, too. Me too, man. And then, Here, and then it talk, if, can you like, send me it? Because I'll put it in the description of this video. Yes, for sure. Um, for sure. If there's some dedicated yeah. people who made it this far. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, that's what that yeah. reminds me of is, is, yeah. um, is you, like you, man, if, if, if I had a near-death experience, I would remind myself every day that today could have not happened. To every day's Christmas. So, so there's two things. First right. of all, the pressure's off, man. Right. <laughs> like, there's right. no pressure. Like, you're right. lucky to even be here. It's okay. Right. You're right. Exactly. The fact that you're alive. And my purpose is, am I going to indulge in this fear and become bitching play about the small things? Or am I yeah. going to live, live fully, experience everything, taste, yeah. see, touch, smell, see, experience, whatever, and then yeah. give of whatever gifts you've been to, innate gifts, because everyone has, I believe, seven and a half billion people on the planet have been given particular gifts that they were meant to do, just like birds are brought here and then they go south and north. They were brought with that sort of mechanics ingrained in inside. I believe we were brought with a purpose, just like we were brought here for a reason to whether walk or breathe or sing or write or whatever it is. But that's the fourth P, purpose, Clarify, clarify your purpose, read your purpose out and say, this is what I'm here. I'm not here to be, my purpose isn't to indulge in fear and anxiety. My purpose is to be strong human being for my fellow human beings, for the earth, for animals, for everyone around me. And I'm not going to allow this fear to enter into my psyche and, and dictate how I'm going to live. I'm living purposefully. And then which brings me to the fifth P, which is passion cultivated passionately with energy, with enthusiasm. The word enth- enthusiasm comes from the word entheos, which means to be possessed by God. You'd be possessed by energy and enthusiasm. I remember my original mentor used to say, Anthony, the person with the greatest energy is going to win the sale. The person with the greatest amount of enthusiasm is going to win in life because you're literally possessed by God. And then which leads to the sixth one, which is people focused. Use that, use that presence, right? Use those principles, use that power, use that purpose, use that passion, and then filter it, channel it, to serving people, being people focused, not profit, profit driven people first profits last be people focused because the reality is I can tell you right now, I remember I was reading in a book recently where this particular insurance agent was serving one of these clients and no one was going to serve this person for whatever reason. And this person served this person like crazy. It was so people, he wasn't caring about profits. And the guy asked him like, oh, how much should I pay? He was like, no, it's for free. And that guy, particular guy that he served, sent him like 10 of his family members and he made millions of dollars of insurance off of serving that guy. 
So, so you're always winning in life. You're always winning in life when you're people focused, when you're, you're, what, what you're doing is not what's in it for me, but for how I can make this person's life better. Like I, I, I'm driven by that. That's like my, and so when I presence and I'm, I'm principle, power, purpose, and passion, and I'm in that funnel of the first five P's. And then I drive that into be in, into serving people. All of a sudden I'm in, I'm, un, I'm unstoppable. Cause I know God, God is guiding me. I know that whatever I need to say to this particular person or this particular situation, it's going to show up because I've learned to trust that, that intuition, that instinct within me. So the reality is the more, if you can do that with whatever job that you're in, whatever delivery system, whatever you were meant to do, you're going to be a Titan. You're going to be a God or a goddess in your own right. You will be, you'll be a legend in whatever field you decide to endeavor on. And I truly believe that because I truly feel like I'm, and again, this is not come from an ego place. I feel like I'm more divine than I've ever been in my life. And all I want to do is share it. I don't want to keep it for myself. I, wa- I literally want to give it all away to my wife, my children, my clients, my friends on this podcast, to every, every person, every interaction is divine. And I treat it as such. How can I serve? How may I serve? How can I make this life, per- this person's life better as a result of my life so we can connect from soul to soul, spirit to spirit, heart to heart. So people around me are brought up. Their vibrations are brought up, their level of trust and hope, um, their level of joy and bliss, and, and their level of commitment to, to, to self-actualization and self-realization um, is, 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 has doubled or 10x in their life. And that's all I care about, honestly. Your legacy is not going to be measured by your duration of your life, but by the donations of your life. Okay. <laughs> yes, I agree. Um, I so it. I just want to real yeah. quick clarify the last sure. four there. So yes. for purpose being, um, like if I was, I don't need to get so specific. That's what I just learned just now. It's like, I don't yes. need to say, this is my exact vessel that I will do. Yeah. The rest of my life. It will be <laughs> yeah, music. Yeah. Yes. Music yes. only. Um, no, just in general, like I'm an entertainer. Yeah. I'm a, you know, I, give, right. I create content. It's what I do. Right. Um, so that purpose boom five very they, they those two steps hug they're like so yeah so <laughs> i love it like, uh, <laughs> because you just need to pump yourself up about your purpose that's all it is yes so clarify your purpose and then make it energetic like right and your, and your passion could be what you're passionate about you could be passionate about music passionate about serving the poor you'd be yeah. passionate about yeah you know build, building homes or you know uh building a computer Cultivate you. your passion. Exactly. Yeah. And then enthusiasm yeah. will be will be drawn up yeah. to the surface as a result of that. And then six, like it doesn't even need to be a direct action. The reason I say that is because you're in a position where uh, I understand that at times it could be very busy, very stressful to go yeah. and help people all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you're driving from place to place and all, mm-hmm. have all these clients or whatever. Um, like I'm at a place where I want to help mm-hmm. as much as possible. And I'm like... Yeah. But I can't help people who don't want to be helped, right? <laughs> so that's that's step six. People focus. Yes. I'm just like, it's like okay. I I offer it. I put it out there, and if nobody calls, and it's like okay, that's well, okay. I, that's whatever. okay like, because every se- right. You're right. And here's the thing: don't judge your day by the harvest that you reap, but by the seeds that you plant. Because we never know. We don't never know what seed uh, is going to germinate. What seeds are going to fall on dead soil? What seeds are going to fall on? you know, healthy nursing. So, and the reality is I got there, there've been times when I thought, man, this person's going to quit. This person's not going to stick around and they quit. Yeah. And I go scratch my head and go, wow, I never thought that would happen. And then our people I work with, they would go, fine, this person's, this is person. Oh, sorry. The first one was this person was going to quit and they don't quit. And then the second person, it was like, oh, I'm committed. And all of a sudden they leave. You're like, 
well, I never thought that in a million years that they would have left. Yeah. Or I've never thought that in a million years that they would have, they would have stayed and they stay. You're like, wow, the human condition is so profound. And um, so that, that, that's, my, that, that's what I do. And every time adversity comes, I, I literally activate those six Ps. And it, it might take a while. It's going to take some frustration. But the more you can condition yourself to actually respond to life rather than react to life, things will take on a whole different meaning. And you know what? The thing is you'll be the commander behind the command ship or the command center. You'll be the experiencer behind the experience. You will dictate what you what your reality is because yeah. your perceptions are powerful and you can change your perceptions at any moment in time you decide to. So r- write your book. And I don't mean write it physically, write your book in your mind and say this is how I'm going to I'm the author of my book. I'm going to I'm going to live this life fully. Totally. And commit to, commit so, to it regardless of what happens. So um and you like you've been doing this for years, obviously. Oh, man, so, a long so time. I love it. Gets, it. it I gets love a little it. easier every every time. Right. Yeah. But, but at the same time, right. I specifically remember last winter and the yeah. the struggles that you had with uh, mm-hmm. seasonal affective disorder and yes. just like the changing of the seasons and everything was just so yeah. like dark and for yeah. months and months. Like I was there too. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, you just need to be four months to get out of that. It's yeah. hard. It's but it's hard. but it's in those situations where it's like okay, I need to I need to practice this. Like and right. that's. What I what I like to do is I like I I like to get out ahead of it. You know what I mean? It's like right. it's like eating junk and then being right. like, Oh, it's fine, I can just fast tomorrow. And it's like right. dude, that's not right. why we eat junk. <laughs> like uh, uh, feeding your mind junk, it's okay. I got my six piece. I don't I don't really care. Yeah, yeah. Gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna fall on this. It's like right, right. um you should start each day. It doesn't matter if you need it or not meditate or exercise right, or whatever right. it is and that's that's what i've started to do because i had this mentality that oh i don't need the six p's until i need them <laughs> and it's like right and then and, and is that really wise because do, would you ever go drive your car to fully empty before you before you fill up the gas and the answer is no no so yeah. why why wait to feel down to activate those six p's activate them when you're half full i don't i don't listen to audios in my car when i'm down i listen to my audios when i'm up 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 up, up. it's easier to stay up than they get up you get what I'm saying? So when you're down, it's like, oh my God, like even when I'm a seasonal effective, I still listen to audios. I, during that four months of, of a seasonal effective, I do, I do plan for it with my supplements. I plan to sleep a little bit more. I plan to just give myself a little more compassion and love. I know that for sure. My inner cynic comes out just uh, screaming like a crazy. But anyway, the point is, is this, is that, you know, I expect to, to I expect to come out of there even stronger than the previous season. I, I, I have that full expectation. And as I heard Dennis Whitley say, he said, expect the best. Uh, pl- plan for the worst, but then prepare for surprises. And there's going to be, that's going to be life. Right. And, 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 and the reality is for me right now, where I am with, with seasonal affective disorder coming pr- probably worst, usually February, March, April, May around those times are the worst. I'm, I'm, I'm going into there fully prepared to, to weather the storm and know that God is guiding me in those moments that no matter what happens, I'm going to come out stronger. And I'm going to be a better server in the end. I know that. I know that. I don't believe that. I know that because every year that's happened so far, I'm a better, I'm stronger. I'm wiser. I'm faster. I'm more compassionate, more loving. I got greater, greater, greater joy every every single season. So seasonal affective disorder then becomes a catalyst for for, for greater joy, yeah. right? So that's awesome, very, man. very important. Yeah. Thank you for the conversation. I'm excited. My pleasure. Uh, I'm, I'm My excited pleasure. To Let's share do it this again. Yeah. Let's do it again. Let's totally. do it again. On, you know, on a biweekly or monthly basis, man. I'd love to do it. For yeah, sure. me too. And I'm sure our audience is, uh, I hope they enjoy this. If they do, yes. please yes. comment and stuff like Amen. that. I'd love to see what they Amen. think. But uh, All right. No, I'd yeah. love to hear them. I'd love to hear from them too. Okay. Cool. <laughs> awesome. So do you, you got to so take much. off now? 
Yeah, thank you so much there, Cam, for this opportunity, man. Just no to share my message one more time. Okay, I really buddy. appreciate it. Thanks so much. Okay, buddy. Have a good day, man. All right? All right. See you, man. God Take bless care. you, man. All right, buddy. All right. So that was my conversation with Mr. Cheem. Uh, yeah, honestly, these six Ps have completely changed my life. And I will go over them real quick once more just to remind everybody who has made it this far into the video. The number one is present center. Relax, chill, breathe. That's an important thing. Um, yeah, very important to just like stay present. Find the present moment. It's always there. That's the beautiful that's the beautiful part about the present moment. It's always, always here. No matter what. So be here, breathe, feel what it feels like to have hands. I don't like just really anchor yourself here. And what that does is it allows you to think actively, think um, intentionally on the second one principle driven so I wrote down everything I do every choice I make is in alignment with my core values I am driven by colon and then a bunch of these you know um, and for me like I, I'm uh, yeah so you just type in what you just write down what you're driven by for me passion balance courage strength kindness honesty readiness um, Making the most out of my challenges. That's what I'm driven by. I'm driven by logic, clarity, integrity, unconditional love, compassion, caring, stuff like that. And then I wrote down, my security does not lie in the external. So from, from this space where you, um, where you know what your principles are, you say, okay, where does my security lie? Good question. It's here. It's in me. I cannot rely on the outside world at all. It, period. It's it's ups and downs. It's a life of ups and downs. That's just how it is. Now, that's why I intend to live by these values every single day or as much as I can. One of my values is letting myself off the hook. That's one of my values. So if I mess up, I slip up, it's okay. Get up and try again. And I ask myself as well, is indulging in fear, doubt, stress, overwhelm, despair, hurt. Is any of this going to serve me? Is being a victim going to serve me? Answer is no. So I move on and I tell myself, this is what I'm going to live by. And then number three, power claimed. Where's my power? For me, it's in breath. It's in my body. It's in my language. It's in my focus. It's in, um, also it's in looking at others. For me, my power is in seeing the examples in life. Like Anthony, I think about Anthony, and I'm like, man, he's an example of somebody who came from um, debt, who came from stress and mental illness and all this stuff, and addiction, and then powered through and made it somewhere else. And that, just thinking about that as an example, is uh, huge for me as well. That's like a big source of power for me. And also my challenges, the things that have happened to me, the things in my childhood, where it's like, I'm a child. And this happened to me. Those kind of things. I take that and I use it as fuel. I use it as fuel to live the greatest life I could possibly live. To move on from being a victim and all these things. To living the greatest life I could possibly live. And then the fourth one, purpose. Um, so whatever that is for you, um, I think it's really, really important to... Um, to to know what your purpose is, to, to, to be focused. Um, because 
you know, you can have all the power in the world, but where you, what's it for, man? And what this does is say you started with worry and then you did the first three Ps and now you're at purpose. By the time you're at purpose, where's the worry? It's gone. You're moving on. And that's the thing. You can't just be still. You got to move on. And that's what purpose is about for me is like going and doing the thing, doing it. So what is my purpose? I want to do this for the world. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to go here. I want to go where, go there. I want to experience this. I want to experience that. And I'm dedicated to doing this. This is why I'm alive. This is what I breathe for. This is what I wake up in the morning for. Um, and still, again, I'm, I'm still sort of getting through that. I'm still trying to figure that out. I'm young. <laughs> so, you know, it's only going to evolve for me. And then number five being passion, which is getting excited about your purpose, making it a burning desire a burning purpose uh, something that has just unbelievable energy and enthusiasm for it you know so that it feels like just effortless to just go and do do your purpose live your purpose and then number six being people focused which i want to say to everybody and i hope i hope this helps you don't have to go and save the world today. You don't have to go like save someone's life. That's not what people focus is about for me at least. I think it's important to just be people focused, not you know, I have to go out and save someone or I have to go out and whatever it is. Um it's just people focused. So the next few hours of your life, what are you going to do? You know, what are you going to, maybe even people focus would be to call somebody up and say, Hey, how are you doing? You know, be there for somebody or ask somebody how they're like, how they're doing and, um, ask questions about them. Let them be heard. You know what I mean? That's what people focus is for me because with this channel, I do it all the time. I tell, I tell people, Hey, here's my email. Email me. I'm here. I'm here to talk. I'm here to help with whatever. Um, send me a comment. I'm here to answer any comment. Um, and that's all I can do. Um, and so I I try not to stress myself out with, oh, you need to go out and save the world. That's what people focus means. No, it just means quit being so selfish, quit being so self-centered and really understand that giving is receiving, that your pleasure is my pleasure and that we're all connected in this sense. You know, that's what people focus is for me. And I'm hoping soon enough in life I get overwhelmed with how much people need me. I want that. I really want that. I want to give of myself. So anyways, I am so happy that you guys got a chance to tune into this conversation and we're definitely going to do it again, me and Anthony. So stay tuned and uh, I appreciate you very much. Again, you can email me H-U-M-B-O-W-L, humble TV, H-U-M-B-O-W-L-T-V at gmail.com. You can email me there. It'll be in the description. Uh, I have a Discord server. Nobody's joined it yet, but um, if you have Discord and you want to talk on there, you can join the Discord server. That'll be in the description. Uh, Anthony's links will be in the description as well as that video that me and Anthony talked about will be in that description as well. So that's about it. Um, Thanks again, and I will see you on the next video. Goodbye.